Welcome to this week's edition of the St. Paul Podcast. I'm Peter Marty, Senior Pastor of St. Paul Lutheran Church, located in the heart of Davenport, Iowa. Right here each week, you can hear a message to inspire your walk with God and hear beautiful music to fill your life. Let this podcast be your occasion to contemplate some of the deepest things in life, just as I hope it helps faith come alive for you. So today I get to preach about kindness as it relates to our Christian lives. Discipleship is often perceived by many of us as demanding immense sacrifice or involving extraordinary achievements. And indeed, there are instances where such sacrifices become necessary. However, on other occasions, Jesus suggests that discipleship can be as simple as offering a refreshing cup of cold water to someone in need. In these last few verses in Matthew chapter 10, Jesus is finishing his speech to the disciples about their being sent out into the communities that they will be preaching to, teaching to, and sharing the good news with. Jesus shares with them the likelihood of their being dismissed, persecuted, or perhaps even hurt as they venture into the lives of others spreading this gospel. He ends his speech with these three verses, coaching the disciples about the significance of even small acts of kindness. Jesus says, Whoever welcomes you welcomes me, and whoever welcomes me welcomes the one who sent me. Whoever welcomes a prophet in the name of a prophet will receive a prophet's reward, and whoever welcomes a righteous person in the name of a righteous person will receive the reward of the righteous. 
And whoever gives even a cup of cold water to one of these little ones in the name of a disciple, truly I tell you, none of these will lose their reward. The Gospel of the Lord. In these last three verses in Matthew, Jesus reminds us that the life of faith is composed of a thousand small gestures. And there is no small gesture, according to Jesus. Anything done in faith and love has cosmic significance for the ones involved and indeed for the world God so loves. So hear this meditation today. May it fill you with love and encourage you in kindness. Well, friends, today I would like us to think about getting on the ark. Not Noah's ark. It's not an apocalyptic sermon. ARC stands for Acts of Random Kindness. It's an acronym. And there are these ARC videos that you've probably seen online or stories that you've read about. And if you haven't seen maybe some of these videos, I encourage you to go take a look at them. They're pretty inspiring. And there's a lot of joy in these videos for all of the people involved. These small but significant gestures that you see people make lift up some of the best traits of what we humans have to offer each other. That is our kindness. I brought one of these videos with me today, which I'm going to show you here on the screen. But before I do, I want to give an introduction. The boy in the video, his name is Miles, he'll be featured. He initiates a simple act of spontaneous kindness the ripple effects of which go into the world and extend far beyond what he probably could have imagined. So here, take a look. Nine-year-old Miles Eckert may be America's most reluctant celebrity. It was never his intention to be honored at civic events or posed for pictures. But for the last month, this has been his world. Thank you so much. Things are not so normal right now. We're on the right of our lives. Tiffany is Miles' mom. I mean, I've seen stuff go viral, but usually it's like a picture of a cat and not my son. It's the craziest thing I've ever experienced in my life. If you missed the story that started it all, Miles' adventure began here, at a Cracker Barrel in Maumee, Ohio. As the security camera shows, Miles and his family entered the restaurant on February 7th at 11.14. Miles was very excited. He just found a $20 bill in the parking lot. Just sitting there? Yeah. Did you start thinking of what you could spend it on? I kind of wanted to get a video game, but then I decided not to. He changed his mind when he saw a guy in a military uniform enter the restaurant. Because he was a soldier, and soldiers remind me of my dad. And so, with his dad in mind, Miles wrapped the 20 in a note that read, Dear Soldier, my dad was a soldier. He's in heaven now. I found this $20 in the parking lot when we got here. We like to pay it forward in my family. It's your lucky day. Thank you for your service. Signed, Miles Eckert, a Gold Star Kid. Army Sergeant Andy Eckert was killed in Iraq just five weeks after Miles was born. All the kid has ever had are pictures and dog tags. This is his wedding ring. Other people's memories and his own imagination. I imagined him as a really nice person and somebody that would be really fun. (laughs) The dad he imagines must also love a good story. Because after lunch that day, 
Miles asked his mom to make one more stop. Excellent. He wanted to go see his dad. And he wanted to go by himself that day. She took this picture from the car. Follow the footsteps and you'll see Miles standing there behind the flag, presumably telling his dad all about it. And whether heaven heard him or not, his good deed has made a huge impression here on earth. You've read it more than once? I look at it every day. Lieutenant Colonel Frank Daly of the Air National Guard is the one who got the note. Kid gave you a bigger gift than $20. Uh, a lifetime uh, uh, direction, for sure. Lieutenant Colonel Daly paid it forward by giving away the money. And that 20 has been multiplying ever since. It's exponential. It's extraordinary. It's amazing. After our story aired, a lot of people wanted to give Miles his $20 back. But instead of taking any money, the Eckerts directed those donations to Snowball Express, a charity that helps kids who've lost a parent to war. So far, donations total more than a quarter of a million dollars. Somebody would be very proud. I couldn't help but share that video when I came across it. I think indeed somebody would be very proud of that young boy. Small gestures like what Miles provided happen all the time, many of which don't make the news. And sometimes I wonder if we all thought like children for just maybe part of the day, how much more kind the world might be. And how about you? Has anyone ever provided you with a spontaneous act of kindness? How did it make you feel? What thoughts went through your head? Do you remember the last time you received a random act of kindness? Or how that made you feel at that time? What prompted the time that you gave somebody a random act of kindness? Was it compassion? Was it just an unexplainable nudge? Maybe you saw yourself in the other person. Whatever it was, our Lord Jesus says there's no small gesture in the kingdom of God. And whoever gives even a cup of cold water to one of these little ones, Jesus says, truly I tell you, none of these will lose their reward. We often underestimate the impact of our small gestures. Some researchers at the University of Texas at Austin discovered this by doing a study. They did a social experiment at Maggie Daly Park in Chicago. They gave 75 participants of this study hot cocoa on two cold weekends and instructed them to give the cocoa away to random strangers. Before they started, they were asked to guess how big the act of kindness would feel to the recipient of the cocoa from a scale of zero to 10 and to predict how the recipient would rate their mood ranging from negative to normal to more positive than normal. Those who were on the receiving end of the cocoa were then evaluated. They were then asked how they felt using those same scales after they had received this random act of kindness. In this experiment, what the researchers found was that the people doing the kind thing consistently underestimated how much it was actually appreciated by the recipient. 
a professor of marketing and psychology at the University of Texas at Austin, whose team did this study, shared his concluding thoughts about his team's findings. And I want to quote him. He said, we believe these miscalibrated expectations matter for our behavior. Not knowing one's positive impact can stand in the way of people engaging in these sorts of acts in daily life. People tend to think that what they are giving is kind of little or inconsequential. But recipients of these random acts of kindness are less likely to think along those lines. They consider the gesture instead to be significantly more meaningful because they are also thinking about the fact that someone went out of their way and did something nice for them, end quote. The gospel reading we heard from today, just these three little verses at the end of the 10th chapter in Matthew, come after this lengthy teaching that Jesus gave to his disciples. He's prepping them to go out and share the good news that the kingdom of God has come near. But he forewarns the disciples. He says, you're likely to be dismissed by other people. You're likely to be prosecuted and drugged in front of leaders or jailed perhaps even assaulted. But he assures them not to fear that although their bodies might be in danger, their spirits, their souls are untouchable by the powers of this world. When they bring you to trial, Jesus says to his disciples, do not worry about what you are going to say or how you will say it. When the time comes, you will be given what you will say. For the words you will speak will not be yours. They will come from the spirit of your father speaking through you. Discipleship for those followers of Jesus in that time, it was risky. It was tough. It demanded immense sacrifice. It involved extraordinary feats. And indeed, there are instances in our lives where big sacrifices become necessary. However, on other occasions, Jesus suggests that discipleship can be as simple as offering a refreshing cup of cold water to someone in need. Jesus, in just these few verses, reminds us that the life of faith is composed of a thousand small gestures and that there is no small gesture because anything done in faith and in love, has the potential for cosmic implications, has cosmic significance for the ones involved and for the world that God loves. Miles, the boy from the video, had probably no idea the impact that he would end up having on this soldier's life who read that note every day, or that his small gesture would go on to help contribute a quarter of a million dollars to this Snowball Express charity that helps to raise money for kids who have lost a parent to war. This boy Miles expected nothing in return by giving that $20 away. It was not a transactional endeavor. Genuine kindness is an expression of love, as we saw. The kind of love that expects nothing in return. It's the kind of love that Jesus modeled in his ministry and then we, that we get to share as 
God's people. To be, as Mother Teresa put it, a living expression of God's kindness in our face, in our eyes, and in our smile. Sure, sometimes it's challenging to be kind, I get that. Just the other day, I was headed north on Brady Street. We're aware of the construction, probably. And I noticed in my rearview mirror a car blasting by the nicely formed line. And this car eventually turned on its blinker, looking to get in front of someone. And of course, that someone was me. And so I kind of grunted to myself, had some internal dialogue. And then I gestured to the driver that she could fit her minivan in front of me, braked prematurely so that she could. And sure enough, I saw out-of-state plates on this minivan. She probably had no idea about the construction, and the merging that was happening probably caught her by surprise, which made a lot more sense once I took an even clearer look and noticed the two young kids in the back seat in those bucket seats of her minivan that she was likely tending to on Brady. All of that is to say that we don't always know what other people are going through or their situation. Even when we're faced with unkindness, meanness, or just downright frustrating people or situations, maybe instead of letting it provoke us, we instead can take a moment to realize that often hurt people hurt people and that their day might just need some kindness, maybe a small gesture that we know has the potential to ripple through the world, bringing God's kingdom more into view and perhaps changing lives beyond what we could imagine. So this week, may the God who loves us and the world that we get to inhabit together guide us towards spontaneous acts of kindness. May our awareness and attention be molded by the compassion and grace that we've received. And may we be encouraged to share it at a moment's notice to those who we find in need. Amen.
Let us pray the prayer that Jesus taught us to pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins, as we forgive those who sin against us. Save us from the time of trial, and deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. So may the God who loves us and the world we inhabit guide you towards random acts of kindness this week. May your awareness and attention be molded by the compassion and grace you've received, and may you be encouraged to share it in a moment's notice to those you find in need. Amen. I hope you've enjoyed this podcast, and thanks for your support of the ministries of St. Paul Lutheran Church. Our commitment to projects that lend hope to other people stretches across the country and around the world. We hope that in a good way, you feel a part of that reach. Tune in next Thursday for another edition of the St. Paul Podcast.